Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Hello, yeah, it's been a while. I know that what I've done here for three years, and I know what I put into this, and, um, you know, I know that we're capable of going. Uh, I know the type of coach that I am. I believe in myself. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. Well, Yacht Rock Friday makes that quote hit a little bit differently. Uh, It's very sad to hear Brandon Staley talk about his credentials as a coach while I'd really love to see you tonight is playing because guess who's not going to see him tonight? Any of the Chargers players. I'd really love to see you on a bus out of town tonight. Listen, if you're going to get fired, get fired in Vegas. Well, they didn't. They took him home and fired his ass this morning. He, he got fired last night, right? That, like, yeah. it's official today, but they left him and they left him in Las Vegas. Here is Brandon Staley, who loses his job as a head coach after two and two thirds of a season. Sure, yeah, it's 11 games this year. 24 and 24, his all time record. Yeah, yeah, there you go. This goes just like with every single Chargers stat about like, hey, oh, since Justin Herbert entered the league, they have the most yards, and it's the exact same number of yards they've given all up. out, like points. I think that points stat is changing dramatically. Yeah, no, it's off by about uh, forty-two now. But that was a ass whooping that the Raiders handed down to the Los Angeles Chargers, and there's a lot that kind of you can look at and and can go into that. I've been saying this for a few weeks now, and it was so apparent just last weekend when you saw the look on Brandon Staley's face. Like there were staring there were, into the void. Well, there were calls that were being made, and he'd be like, "What is that?" Like when they lost to the Broncos, he was just like throwing up his hands, like I don't even know what is happening out here. How are my guys even doing this? And when you get that look on a coach's face, it's like, "Uh oh, this is the end." The end. In the way that that game started last night on Thursday night football. It was one of the your team has most your team has quit on you games of all time. 21 nothing after the first quarter. And you're like can't get much worse. Watch it because another 21 put up on you in the second quarter. At halftime the score was 42 to 0. And the Chargers had not even crossed midfield. They did not cross midfield in the first half. It's hard to do that when you turn the ball over that much. It was a, I mean, and you feel for Easton Stick because Easton Stick was going through what Justin Herbert went through before he got hurt. And like when we were talking about Herbert wasn't play, did not play well before he got hurt last week. It's impossible to play quarterback when your offensive line is playing Ole. They were matadors. They're not offensive linemen right now. They're just watching guys just run right at your quarterback. And you see... With the fumbles, the rushed throws, you're just sitting there just winging it off your back foot. 
I'd love there's to see nothing a, you can do. Uh, a football moment, break out into a little bit of a soccer moment and get a ole, ole, oh. ole, ole. Okay, that's exactly just, what was just happening. Troll the living hell out of your own team. You had Stick loses two fumbles. Josh Kelly loses a fumble. Darius Davis, their return man, where it was like, this game can't get any. Yes, it can. He fumbles on that punt, and then, boom, they're back in the end zone yet again. If it could go wrong, it did go wrong for the Chargers last night. And that ultimately looked like a team that had quit on their coach, and they finally said, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Because, as you said, the Raiders, America's team, Mm -hmm. I'm going to spin this on you, sir. Mm. Go on. When you give up 63 points mm-hmm. to a team that did not score the week before, mm-hmm. that level of embarrassment mm-hmm. is so much that even cheap-ass Dean Spanos could not see anymore and said, no mas. You know what's funny is uh, all I see is that the Raiders in the last two weeks are averaging 31.5 points a game. <laughs> That's right. That's right. After a 3 nothing. Pillow fight against the Vikings. I think after not scoring more than 30 points in a single game all season. Mm. Yes, the last two they're averaging uh, 31 the, and a half. The over hit at halftime, and it was all the Raiders. The over was 40, and the Raiders had 42. Oh, boy. At the half. Oh, boy. I mean, and it, don't, don't, it's, uh, whoever it was that texted into the show yesterday asked me about taking the over, the under. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I looked at this as at Easton Stick. Mm. Josh Jacobs out. Mm. Mm. Aiden O'Connell still the quarterback. Mm. Mm. Not great, Bob. I'd hey. stick with the under. Turns out Aiden O'Connell can be okay when four of his scoring drives have to are starting on the Five other yards. side of the fifty yard line. <laughs> Even Aiden O'Connell can get you some points out of that. That that was Jacoby the Myers. Weekend. They let Jacoby Myers throw the ball twice. What is interesting about like all of this is that do you remember like when Brandon Staley started like. His aggressive, like it started with his aggressiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Going for it on fourth down, yeah. backfiring just spectacularly yes. on him. But it was, hey, this is the new age coach, right? This is the guy who's going to be ultra aggressive. This is going to be the guy that the players are going to buy into. And they did. But you saw that all of that goodwill that he got in that first year when they went 10 and 7, or 10 and, was it 10 and 7 or 10 and 6 that went that first? Uh, nine and eight, they went the first year. They went nine and eight his first year. And everybody's like, hey, he's going to get this team to turn the corner. You saw that starting to erode last year when they were 10 and seven and they made the damn playoffs. But really, where Brandon Staley got fired, it was when they blew a 27 point lead to the Jags in the playoffs. We talked about that when that happened. There's zero way he should be coming back. He lost that locker room. At that moment. Mm-hmm. And you saw it from week one all the way through, you know, their week 15, their 14th game of the year this year. Yeah. It, it was the erosion of the the wunderkind to doofus and mm-hmm. dunce. It goes really quickly. And the thing is, it's not just Staley that gets canned here, who obviously was a part of this, but also they, they get rid of their GM who's been in power for 11 years and... Look, they've they've done a relatively decent job of building the team, at least on paper. But the the effectiveness of the team has always been like, why don't they make sense? You've mm-hmm. gone through three coaches under the GM, so you look at it. I'm sorry, four. You look at it and you go, why is there always something not there? And you you can blame Spanos for a lot, but he's been willing to pay for talent. He has. I mean, and look, Tom Telesco. 
he that that is a little bit more surprising because Telesco has done a really good job of building that roster and being the guy to convince Dean Spanos mm-hmm. to push all in right now. And there it there is something to that. I mean, in, in what you're saying is because this was a tight wad franchise. Oh my God, they this are is the Oakland Oakland A's of of the NFL. They are not that anymore. Yeah, they're paying for they, guys. They were, and this is the confusing part is that. They have. We've talked about this all season long. We talked about this last season. You go to every level of both sides of the ball, whether it's the line, their quarterback, their linebackers, their running back, their wide receivers, their defensive backs, they are loaded, man. They have got talent. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In that vein, yes, we both agree, but there's always been this hang-up of like, they have this talent, Mm -hmm. some version of this for the last decade. Oh, yeah. They have talent. Why aren't they better? Is it a combination of it's not the right coach and the talent maybe isn't the best fit? And I think that's ultimately why you 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 see Telesco gone too, is that we have looked at on preseason paper, mm-hmm. this team is loaded for a decade, basically. Uh yeah. I mean, you can go back. I mean, this this franchise has made Horrific, like when they fired Mar- Marty Schottenheimer. After I think you're still paying for that. One, I, 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 I like that. It's the Schottenheimer curse. Yeah, you because your GM was an a hole and couldn't put his feelings aside. You had to pick sides between your elite coach, who's getting you to a Super Bowl, or your GM. And it, I think they lost in the. It, it, it's the division, game. divisional round. Was they lost to the Patriots. Round? Yeah. Yeah, God. But my point was yeah. like that's a, that's a coach who's capable of getting absolutely, and you just said nah, he's replaceable, and he wasn't. He wasn't, and they haven't figured it out since then. Yeah, and I think a big part of that is the personnel side of like, there's just something that's been missing. And I, and I know that sounds so ubiquitous, and and I don't know a, a way you can just write it off, but you just kind of know it when you see it. And yeah. we have talked about personnel for this team for so long. And it's like, why, why, why doesn't this make sense? Yep. Uh, two thousand six, they went fourteen and two, lost to the Patriots in the divisional round. God, twenty four twenty one, at and home, a close game. Yeah, and the look, close, close games doomed Brandon Staley. I, I mean, I think they've had they have like the worst record in the the third most games that have been one score games, and they just can't find a way. And I think what last night kind of showed some folks as well is. Like Justin Herbert at times has looked really bad this year. Boy, that team is really bad without him. Uh, that I team some, is really bad I wish without I could him. Give credit to who I saw it from because it was a it was a fantastic tweet. Justin Herbert is elite of covering up for stupid coaches. Because <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, you yeah you go. I'll never forget it. I, I, down at Oregon, Colorado, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, this is a top ten pick, huh? Yeah, he's he but, had it, but it was he was just surrounded with ineptitude. Yeah, and it's 
looked like it's been a lot of the same. I'm not making excuses for Justin Herbert. It's just he he's had his own demons this year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you look at the numbers and you look at the production. It's quite literally one of one. Yeah. I mean, like his first four years of the league have been absolutely bonkers. Uh, the odds-on favorite to be the next head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, mm. Bill Belichick, three to one. I said that the other day. Yeah, Frank Smith, uh, Kellen Moore both sit at four to one. Ben Johnson, who's the offensive coordinator ooh, for the Lions, ooh, at seven ooh, to one. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Harbaugh is at nine to one odds. Eric Bieniemy at ten to one. Dan Quinn fourteen to one. Lincoln Riley also fourteen to one odds to become the next head coach. I don't think that's a job he wants to take. <laughs> I don't think it is either. I mean, great quarterback, but you got great court and you got good skills too. Let's face it; he'd be under a lot less of a microscope there than he is at USC. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely. USC's like four notches up on the hierarchy. Yeah, that's that's kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> next coach fired odds. Do we know? You want to take a guess at who's the next odds on favor to be the next coach fired? Ooh. This one's easy. Is it McDermott? No, it's Ron Rivera. Oh, okay. Ron Rivera, one to three. Dennis Allen in New Orleans, four to one. Belichick, nine to one. Matt Eberflus, 12 to one. And then Arthur Smith, 33 to one. God, I've, McDermott's not on there, huh? No. That's surprising. No. If they make a run, if they That's make true. a run, yeah, they could save it still. They're, they'll, yeah, they'll do mental gym, gymnastics, gymnastics and like say, the, hey, like the Chargers we'll did. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and hold on to the guy for too long. God, and look, I, I don't understand it when it's not there. It's not there. The NFL has always been the case. Yeah, we had a texter last year when when we were when we were talking about the Chargers, and I said if Brandon Staley doesn't get it done this year, mm-hmm. they need to consider firing him. Yeah, and there's a Chargers fan who was like, "No way." It's been one year, and he was really good. And I was like, you can't make the same mistakes over and over again. The NFL, coaches do not change in their location. They may go to another program and then do something different. They have different staff. There's different personnel. I Very, very, very rarely do we see a coach make real growth and real change after being just bad. I I mean... I think you we have you can't you have to evolve. And this yes. is the thing is that Brandon Staley did not evolve. No. He didn't evolve as a coach. Like here's the thing like if you make the same mistakes over and over again, mm-hmm. then you have issues, yeah. right? And I mean, I think we can look at like Dan Lanning here locally, mm-hmm. year 1 as a head coach sure. and a young guy, year 1 to year 2. You can you have to evolve and keep your identity. Like he is ultra aggressive on fourth down, yeah. right? You keep that identity, but you have to evolve in in your processes as to sure. when you do that. And I think we've seen that yeah. even within this year, from October fourteenth to after they lost to UW, they evolved the way that they handled that aggressiveness. They, just, they, they just, still go for it on they, fourth down. They just lost. Yeah, there's there's a difference between that. And I think you can you can say, if you look across the NFL, I say this as a fan of a franchise that has not had a head coach since the first time John Gruden came through. Mm-hmm. If the personnel sucks and the coaching philosophy does not match, there's nothing you can do. There's no amount of years. Yeah. It's not going to work. Fire and move on. And just it's it's just not worth it because you are wasting the NFL is the is the league that is the king of time wasting when it comes to ownership and not making changes. No doubt about it. So you can't like you can't evolve, right? Sure. We saw the last two games that we've seen from Oregon, right? It was the Civil War and then the Pac-12 Championship mm-hmm. game. 
it was Dan Lanning at the end of halves in the clock management, just not there, right? Well, those last two games that we've seen, we've seen that they go down and he calls two timeouts to save that time for his offense to operate, and they get scores right before the half, and they all of a sudden you're seeing, okay, we're, they're not just settling. They're not just going to go to the half. There is an evolution of his readiness and preparedness at the end of halves that wasn't there before. We have not seen any sort of evolution or change within the game management portion of Brandon Staley being a coach. And that ultimately is where your team starts saying, look, he's not making us better. He's putting us behind the eight ball continually. Yes. And last night, it was that, that was a team that had quit. Justin Herbert wasn't in the lineup. Keenan Allen wasn't in the lineup. They said, Corey Lindsey out of the lineup. They said, nope, we're done. We're done. They rolled over. They quit on both sides of the ball, and they give up 63 points. Um, did you know that is not the most points given up by a head coach in the NFL in his, uh, in his final game before he got fired? Ooh. This according to Quirky Research. The 1934 Cincinnati Red Leg 11s. That's a great name. Yeah, well, they're the Cincinnati Reds, yeah. but they uh, they put 11 at the end of it mm. instead of 9, right? Uh, uh, because it's football, not baseball. There you go. Algie Clark. Oh, he God, was a player, he was a player coach and they lost 64 nothing to the Eagles <laughs> and he was promptly fired. Mm. Old Algie Clark. Who could forget? Couldn't hang. Couldn't hang. 1934. But Brandon Staley does have the distinction of being a defensive coach that um, in his three years as a coach, they did improve defensively. They went from 29th in points allowed to 21st in points allowed to 17th in points allowed. Yet the defensive coach gives up 63 points in his final game as a head coach of the Chargers. It was a mercy firing. It was. It was. And it was, look. It was the right move. Oh, God. Nobody can question that. No. But does anybody have faith that the Chargers will get it right? No. Yeah. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.